the book of Jude. So the other side of third John. First, second, third John. You got Jude. And if you go to the book of Revelation, it's the, it's the book before the book of Revelation. Revelation is the last book in your Bible, the epistle of Jude. Here, we were, um, we started here last week. <laughs> Amen. And again, the spirit of the Lord was in this place in such a way. If you need a Bible, please lift up your hand and we'll get a Bible unto you. I want to thank everyone for um making your way out this morning into the house of the Lord. There's many different places that we could be and things that we could be doing in this world that we live in today. And uh, we've made it uh, a priority to be here in the house of the Lord. And the times that we live in, um, your worship of the Lord and your coming to the house of the Lord has to be a priority in your life. If it's, not, uh, uh, if it's not primary, it will be secondary. And many other things will distract you from coming into the house uh, of the Lord. Uh, there is not only a, an attack going on outside, amen, for uh, uh, concerning the gospel, uh, but we're going to see here in the book of Jude, it says that we're going to be in the last times that will be false teachers that will come in the house of the Lord and pollute the people of God. So much so that they will be apostate, that they will leave, uh, they will abandon uh, their, their love uh, for the things of God. Amen. But I thank God one thing that he does not do and one thing that we have learned today that he never abandons us. Amen. I think, George, you said in the, uh, that, that he's the same. Amen. One of the, on one of the songs in the scripture says he's the same yesterday, today. And forevermore. Amen. He's going to always keep loving us, regardless of the decision that we make. Amen. And he is a God that is of tough love, and, and, but he's going to love us. He's always desires to love us that we may come back unto him. If you're at Jude uh, chapter 1, when you get there, please stand to your feet as we read the, the scriptures this morning. Uh, I'm reading from the King James uh, Version or translation of the Bible and whatever version of translation you have is okay. We're going to get to the same place. Jude is only uh, one chapter in the book of Jude, and we're going to begin at Jude 17 and going to read through verse 23. I'm going to read, and I ask you to follow along with me. He says, but beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they uh, told you there should be mockers or scoffers in the last time who shall walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ until eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference. Verse 22 says, and of some have compassion, making a difference. Verse 23, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Today, I want to begin a new series of messages called Making a Difference. Somebody say, making a difference. And today, I want to specifically speak on you can make a difference. Amen. <laughs> I want you to say to yourself, say, I can make a difference. Look at your neighbor and tell them, say, you can make a difference. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As it is customer, don't sit down yet. Give your neighbor a high five and tell them it's all about Jesus. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of our life-changing king. Amen. Oh, yes, yeah, all about him. Hallelujah. Amen. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to move forward today in the word of the living God. As I said earlier, I want to thank everyone that helped us celebrate last week, the 12th anniversary celebration. We had a time 
in the Lord, and I thank God for each and every one of your service unto the Lord. And I know that those that could not be here, your hearts were here, amen, and we're thankful and grateful to everyone, to each of you, because you all make Bread of Life Church what it is. And uh, we all want to continue, as I said last week, we're better together, amen. It takes a team to fulfill the dream. This isn't about me or Pastor Angela, as we say in this house all the time, it's all about him. And that's what we truly want it to be about. And we are thankful and grateful, amen, for each and every one of you, what you bring to the table, the gift uh, mix that you bring, because it truly does make a difference. And this is why uh, the thought and the theme that I had in my heart last week was around this, and coincidentally, my, my father of the faith is, is declaring a word along the same lines that I heard some weeks ago as I was walking uh, uh, in the park listening to my pastor. I got my groove on. I, when I'm walking, amen, I listen to my pastor, amen. You, 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 you can, this stuff, you, you got to find your time when you got to listen to this thing, amen. And so, so I thank God that this is also brought back into my remembrance based on the things that I have heard and the things that I have been taught also. The Bible says that Paul told Timothy to teach, uh, uh, teach what I have taught you unto faithful men, amen, <laughs> men that love. And so I'm learning also that I, I teach what I've been taught and I teach what, I, what has been called, amen. And, and I thank God and I teach those things. But the Lord has given me a, a different angle, amen. Say, say Vince, uh, I like to say this, you know, many times uh, uh, men or pastors, women or whatever, you know, when I hear a word, from someone else, and this isn't a word for someone else, this is the word the Lord gave me, but many times when I hear a word from someone else, I say this, amen, I say, they milk the cow, but I'm making my own butter, amen. <laughs> amen, somebody can milk the cow, but you got to know how to make your own butter, amen, and you bring it forth and get a revelation of what God given unto you, then you proclaim it and declare it, amen, because nobody owns the word, amen, the word comes from God, amen. So, amen, we just honor the point. Whoever bring it, just honor the point. You take these words that I preach and proclaim, you take them, amen. You you take the milk and make your own butter, amen. (laughs) And say, this is what the Lord gave me, amen. Hallelujah. We sit here, I want to read this this same scripture that I read unto you through the King James Version from another translation, the Living Bible. And I just want you to follow along with me and open up your hearts. It says, dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ told you that in the last times there would come uh, these scoffers whose whole purpose in life is to enjoy themselves in every evil way imaginable. They stir up arguments. They love the evil things of the world. They do not have the Holy Spirit living in them. But you, dear friends, must build up your lives even more strongly upon the foundation of our holy faith, learning to pray in the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit. Stay always within the boundaries where God's love can reach and bless you. Wait patiently for the eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ in his mercy is going to give you. Try to help those who argue against you. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save some by snatching them as from the very flames of hell itself. As for others, help them to find the Lord by being kind to them. But be careful that you yourselves aren't pulled along into their sins. Hate every trace of their sin while being merciful to them as sinners here, as sinners. Amen. And so we see, and I want us to set this up as we, this is a foundational message of where we're going uh, in this series of making a difference. And I want each and every person to know that's under the sound of my voice that you can make a difference. It don't matter what you have or have not obtained. It does not matter where you're at in life. You can make a difference in life. And I want to encourage you that if you are a child of the king, you have been placed in this earth to make a difference. I like to always tell the house uh, of this, that there's nobody that can beat me at being me. And I've learned that I don't have to be like nobody else, but I just be who God has made me to be. Amen. So I can just be free to be me. And when I'm me, amen, can't nobody outdo me. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you in the same way as we 
preach and proclaim this word over the weeks that are to come, that, that be who you are, amen? Because if you don't be who you are, you are not who you are supposed to be, amen? <laughs> so be who you are and be who God has made you. He has made you uniquely. We all got different fingerprints. Many of you know, if not all of you know, I have an identical twin brother. We look just alike, amen? There's two of us. And so we could not stay in the same city because one city can't handle us, amen? They had to put some distance between us and come on, pal. Say, humble yourself up under the mighty hand of God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But what I'm saying unto you, as much as we are alike in our physical features that we look alike, we are distinctively different. Amen. We have a, a different uh, a calling, a different just uh, 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 uniqueness about us. And it's the same thing with each and every one of us. Amen. We're uniquely different. But it's amazing how God can take all of our differences and bring us together on one accord in harmony and unity. Amen. To advance his kingdom. And so uh, what we must have the ability to do, though, is, as I talked last week, is to adjust. We must be able, uh, no matter how unique we are, it does not set us on an island. We must understand how do I get in where I fit in. So I got to know who I am, amen, so I can get in where I fit in because there is a place for you when it comes to the kingdom of God and all of us doing what God called us to do. I could easily call this message, we can make a difference, amen, but the only way we gonna make a difference is you got to understand that you can make a difference here. You can make a difference. Now let's look at the context of uh, the book of Jude here because look at verse uh, 22 again. And this is in the King James, and he says, and of some have compassion. What? Making a difference. Jude is exhorting, amen, through this epistle, he's exhorting the church to make a difference. And the reason why he's doing this, uh, uh, Jude was alarmed at the false teachers that were being accepted into the churches. And these false teachers were uh, causing people to be apostate or uh, uh, to have a paucity in the church. And we understand that this word means a, a formal disaffiliation from, an abandonment, a falling away. See, there's one thing for people to leave the church. There's another group of people that don't even go to church anymore. Amen. And there, there are some folks uh, 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 that have been to church and they're no longer even affiliated with church any longer. Not at all. That's someone that's apostate. They have, ban they have abandoned the faith. They have fallen away. And some of it could be just because they have, uh, 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 have greater allegiance with the world. The world is constantly changing. And I, I hope y'all understand this, that, that everything is changing around you. But that does not mean that the gospel is supposed to change. You must understand that, that look, see, what you understand, the people out there, uh, one thing that I'm finding out, they need the love of God. They need hope out there. I'm talking about people in all from the, from the boardroom, amen, to the alley, amen. They all need the same hope. I don't care what kind of suit they wear. I don't care what kind of tie they sport, what kind of job they have. If they're outside of God, they need hope in their lives, amen. Hallelujah. I ain't talking about keep hope alive, amen. The Bible says hope is what anchors the soul, amen. But everybody needs hope, and we're living in a hopeless time. I'm telling that, that folks are lost hope. A lady on my job said that, uh, on Friday, and this moved me. This is what she said. Uh, she says, uh, nobody goes to church. Don't you know that? She said, nobody goes to church anymore. Yeah, yeah, nobody goes to church anymore. There's a documentary out. I want you to, if you can, in your own time, pull this up. Uh, it's called God Has Left the Church. God Has Left the Church. And you'll see what they're talking about, the number of churches that are closing in America. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Some churches are growing and exploding and advancing. There's a lot of churches that are closing, a whole lot of them, big churches that are just shutting down. Uh, churches are for sale like never before. All types of things are going on uh, because of, of what's going on in this world. There's change going on all the time, every place and everywhere. And, and there's even change that's going on even in the house of God. The word is not being preached like it used to be preached or declared or being bold. No one is preaching the truth. Everyone is, 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 we're preaching to get more people to come into the house. And I'm telling you, that's not what God called us to do. He did, he called us to go out there to get them, to love them, to bring them back in the house, to love, to continue to love them with the same love that he has loved us with. But one thing about love is you got to tell people the truth. Amen. We got to tell people the truth. Now, I, I want to, uh, let's give a backdrop on this before we move forward here. I, I already said that Jude is, is, is uh, wrote the 
this epistle, and he's talking about the falling away, the false teachers that have come into the church and the apostasy that has come into the church. Look at Jude, uh, like I said, it's only one, one chapter. Look at verse 3. He says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. He said, just write unto you about salvation. He said, when, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly do what? Contend for the faith, which was what once delivered to the saints. He said, now, I just want to write you about the common salvation, amen, about our salvation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But I'm writing you also to tell you we got to contend for the faith, which was once delivered to the saints, amen. There's a scripture in the book of Judges that tells us that there is a generation that grew up that, that knew not God. Because of the evil that was done before the, the generation that was before that. The children of Israel. Because of the evil that were done in their lives. They said that after that, there was a generation that come up that knew not God. I'm telling you, I'm hearing some things out there in that world that people are saying. One, one minute, folks, and Pastor Angela is seeing that now that she's back out there in the field. And she's hearing the things that she's hearing. And it just shakes your head. You can hear people saying uh, 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 things like, uh, uh, God, God. Boy, God gave me, he blessed me with a child. They ain't even married. They don't have, but God blessed me with my child. God did this for me. God is doing all this and that for me. And then, then two sentences down the road, they, man, they got so much uh, 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 just cursing coming out of their mouth, trying to get profanity. That's the profession of the word profanity. You know, cussing is what we call it when I was coming. You know, a cussing, amen. But the profanity just coming out of their mouth. And me and Pastor Elsa have been talking about this. I said, honey, what's going on out here? I'm telling you, when I was in the world, I was both feet in the world. I ain't never been like this. I ain't never been one of those that, you know what I'm saying, I'm out here doing. No, no, I was both. You look. You know, I've been talking about this. God, he don't want you lukewarm. Matter of fact, he said he spoo out the lukewarm. He'd rather for you to either be hot or cold. In or out. Amen. But he don't tolerate a, what he call, amen, uh, 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 what I call Luke 1. Uh, this is the way James said, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And there's so much double-mindedness going on. But I, I realize this, double-mindedness does not come from people that had a relationship, amen. They had what I call a tag-along. See, they're, they're, they're doing exactly what their mama and daddy was doing. You hear what I'm saying? It's just like racism. Kids ain't born racist. No, they learned that from their parents. They're taught that. They see it. They see the mindset and the mentality. So when I see people on one side, they're, they're, they're talking about, oh, God, bless me. But on the other side, their life is so, so contrary to God, that mentality has been passed down from one generation to another generation. And see, something went wrong somewhere along the way. And then the Bible said that the, the, the children of Israel, they did evil in the sight of the Lord. And then it says, then there came up a generation that knew not the Lord. And I'm telling you, we, we got some generations that have come up that knew not the Lord. And I'm here to tell you that we, you, you can make a difference, amen. We got to make a difference because there's some folks out there that do not know the Lord. They don't even have any spiritual history. And the history that they have is double-mindedness and lukewarm. And they're saying all the right things, but they're not living right. But they think that they're right. And we got to show them. What is right? This is how you can make a difference. You're, first of all, our life got to reflect that we are different. If you're going to make a difference, what? You got to be different. You can't make no difference and you're not different. How are you going to make a difference and you're not different? If you're living like they're living, this is why we can't, look, we can't fall for what the world has to offer us. You get on that side of it, you can't make a difference then. Now you got to stand for what you stand for, amen. And you got to understand how that world operates until that world will suck you in. And when it gets finished with you, it'll spit you out on the side, amen. <laughs> it'll spit you out. It's just spit. It has brought in many and spit out many. It has done this. Let's, let's look here at the scriptures here. Look at verse 17. He says, but beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you see Jude is telling them to remember. Remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time who should walk away, who should walk after their own ungodly lust. Someone say lust. lust. 
This word lust, we know, is the word desires. There's folks who walk after their own design. These be they who separate themselves. So they separate. This is the apostasy. They have separated themselves. And when people separate themselves, you better believe they, they're trying to separate somebody else as well. Amen? They're trying to bring division and to separate. And he's even talking about these types of mockers, these type of scoffers of people that are even in the house of the Lord, preaching and proclaiming, and they have separated themselves from the gospel, the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And not only have they separated themselves, but they're separating other people. They're false teachers. He says, there's false teachers. You better make sure what house you sitting in. You, you can go to a crowded house, but are they lifting up the name of Jesus? Are they declaring the truth of the living God? See, what people need is the truth. Amen. I thank God for stories. I like to tell stories and all of that, but a story not going to keep nobody. Amen. Now, it's his story. Amen. He said, nah, he said, now, nah, remember the words which were spoken by the apostles of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We can't remember all this stuff, all these philosophies and all these other folks have said. Now, nah, we need to remember what the apostles have declared unto us. Amen. And, and that's what must continue to be proclaimed generation after generation after generation. We got to continue to tell the truth. And if we tell the truth, you will be able to make a difference. Somebody say, I can make a difference. You can make a difference. I know there's billions of people that are in the world, and you're wondering how you can make a difference. I'm telling you, you got the, uh, I'm reminded uh, over in the book of Judges, uh, there was a, um, uh, there was a judge called, uh, 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 we had Samuel. Now, you had so many of them. You had Samson. You know, you had Samson, and Samson used what? The jawbone of an ass. He made a difference. Amen. Hallelujah. There, there were so many prophets that you had or, or judges that we had uh, uh, over them that did so many uh, things. But there was one particular one called Shamgar. And you've heard me speak on Shamgar before. And the Bible tells that God raised up him. There's only two scriptures that talks about Shamgar, uh, two places in the book of Judges that talk about him. We're not going to go the other day, but we may go there in some other weeks. But, but I want you to understand this from the very outset here. How can I make a difference? Shamgar, the Bible says Shamgar had the, the, the ox gold. Amen. He used that ox gold and he slew, amen, the enemy uh, uh, of Israel. God had raised up these judges. Every time that the people of God cried out to God, God raised up a judge. Amen. He, he, he raised up Deborah. Amen. Deborah. He raised up Samson. Amen. He, he, but he, he raised up uh, 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 this man of God, Shemgah. He raised up Shemgah. And the Bible says Shemgah, he slew thousands. Amen. With, with, with the ox gold. Amen. With this ox gold. And the ox gold was a tool that prodded the ox when, when he wanted the, the ox to do what he wanted to do. They use that ox gold. But he used, and, and so this is the principle out of here. There's three things. And I just want to put these nuggets in here. We're going to deal with them in the weeks to come. But the first thing is just to start where you're at. Somebody say start where you're at. See, you can make a difference. You just got to start right where you're at. Amen. I know what you're saying, Pastor, but I'm waiting for my ship to come in. Well, look, man. Now, nah, you start right where you're at. Amen. The second thing, somebody said, use what you got. You got to use what you got. I ain't got anything, Pastor. Look, God equipped you with more than you think you got. We're, we're trying to get more stuff, but you don't know. You got the stuff that already sticks. Oh, man, you already got it. It's already on the inside of you because God uniquely fashioned you and formed you and made you. Amen. And the third thing is do what you can. Say do what you can. That's what, that's Sham God's principles of deliverance, amen? Because some folks need to be delivered, amen? And God going to use you. He's going to use us to deliver people. And the way we, the, the, how we got to say, start where I'm at. I got to use what I have and do what I can. If you do that right there, boy, you, look, 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 but you'll see God is with you, man, amen? You can do more than you think you can do, amen? But Jude here is telling them, he says, remember, what was spoken unto you of the apostles. Now, he says, but these people have come in and they're really stuck on themselves. He says here in verse 18, he says, how they should told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves. Sensual. And we know this word uh, uh, sensual here, it deals with selfishness. Look what it says. Having not, what? The spirit. Isn't that amazing that how he say that you can be in the house, these mockers, these teachers are in the house. This is the difference right here. They don't have the spirit. 
not the little S, the big S. What you saying, Pastor? See, this is the importance of the Holy Spirit in your life. Because the Bible tells that the Holy Spirit in John chapter uh, 6, all over in that area, 6, uh, 8, all over in John, it tells us this. One thing it tells us that the Holy Spirit brings us into remembrance, amen, of what Jesus Christ says. It testifies of him. It glorifies him. What you saying, Pastor, when you have the ministry, the unction to function, that you need no man to teach you when you got the Holy Ghost, when you have the Holy Spirit, the big S operating in your life, amen, you're going to declare what has been already been spoken. You're going to declare because why? The Holy Spirit is going to give it to you. He's going to give it to you. Many times when, they, um, when, when, when people would go before, uh, 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 Jesus would tell folks, look, when, when you go say, don't, don't worry about what you're going to say because it's going to be given unto you at that particular time. And that's what I say unto you. You can make a difference. Now, the difference between us and them, the Bible teaches, tells us about that was us for them. It said they went away from us uh, to be revealed that they never was with us. Amen. And see that, so you got to understand that could be people in the midst of you. That's the us and the them. I've learned to come out, but I got to keep my eye on everybody. I ain't talking about in the, just in the house. I'm talking about more importantly out there in that world. Because there is a us and a them out there in the world. You think they with you, amen. I'm talking about some folks that don't know the Lord. You better, look, you better keep your eye on them. There's a us and a them, amen. And you got to understand, amen, who the them are. And you got to understand who the us are. The us are they that have the spirit of God. That are led for many, look, look. The Bible says what? For as many that are led, what? By the spirit of God are what? The sons of God. You got to find out where are the sons at out here in this world, Amen. We're going to find out that you can make a difference. And God has raised you up to make a difference here. It goes on to say, verse 20, but ye, beloved, this is how we make a difference here. How, first of all, as I said earlier, we got to be different if we're going to make a difference. Well, how, to, how, to, how am I different, Pastor? You know, I've always told this house, and y'all, most of you could stand up and preach this. It's not that we're better, but we are different. And it's my difference that makes the better. And we said that the difference is what? The Holy Spirit. That's what's different about this house. If you want to understand, this is what we call a spirit-filled house. I'm not talking about a circus. I'm talking about a person. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about it's a person, the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We all are born again and say we lift up Jesus. Amen. It's all about him in this house. And that's what people need. They need to have Jesus. But Jesus then introduces us to the Holy Spirit. And that's what people need. After our salvation, we need, amen, the relationship with the Holy Spirit. Somebody say the big S. You got to have the big S on your chest. Because if you ain't got the big S, you're going to have the little S. And the little S is all about you. When you have the big S on you, it's all about him. Amen. So you got to be looking for the S's. Amen. You got to see what all you got to do is listen to people talk for long enough. And you'll find out if they got the big S or the little S. Amen. One thing for sure, you want to make sure you got the big S upon you. Amen. And when you got the big S, you ain't necessarily got to say anything. They going to see something about you. Because if the Holy Spirit is in your life... He, if he is up on you, there's something distinctively different about you, amen, because he's rolling with you, amen. When you got the Holy Spirit rolling with you, man, there's something distinctively different about you. Folks will be saying stuff like, why are you smiling all the time? Why why you look like, because I got a joy unspeakable, full of glory, amen. Oh, Oh, thank you for asking me. Do you have time to understand why I smile all the time? Because greater is he that's on the inside of me than he that is in the world. That's why I I smile. That's why I testify. That's why I walk the way I walk. Uh, I, I like my brother. Uh, 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 he said, I got my joy back. I got my swag back. I'm taking it back. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is that? Who is that? Joy? William Murphy in this song. Boy, I like that song. I got my joy back. I got my swag back. I'm taking it back. I like that. And there's some things that we just got to take back. See, sometimes we think that when we get saved and become a Christian that the life got to be boring and, and all down. No, man, we should be the happiest people, the most joyful people on the earth. Amen. We, we, we should be rejoicing and being glad with a pep in our step all the time. There's things, it's going to rain upon the just and the unjust. The rains are going to come. The flood is going to come. The wind is going to blow. But that's where we're distinctively different at. Our response to when the rain comes. 
when the floods come, when the drive break down and the car break down and the relationship break down and the children break down and, and your family break down. That's when you really feel and know what S you got on. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to have my big ass on. Amen. The big ass. And this is the spirit of God. But he says in 19 again, these be they who separate themselves sensual. This has to do with with worldly living, natural instincts. That's what they're living on, having not the spirit. But ye, beloved, this is how how we become different. Say, building up yourself. yourself. Everybody says, say, building up yourselves. Or put it another way, building up myself. See, you got to build yourself up. He says, now, but beloved, he said, but ye beloved, this is the opposite of what the folks do in the world. He, uh, or, or folks that's living according to their own flesh and, and their own uh, uh, doing, their own desires. He says, but you beloved, building up yourselves on your what? Most holy faith. You, we got to build up ourselves on our, if we're going to make a difference, we got to be different. Well, how do we be different, pastor? You got to build up yourself on your most holy faith. What you saying, pastor, in what you believe? You got to know why you believe what you believe. The Bible tells that we all ought to be able to give an answer. So you got to, you, you got to know in what you believe in, in whom you believe in. I've always given you the example of that when they train people to uh, learn how to figure out a phony uh, uh, dollar bill, a phony, well, they don't even worry about dollars, but 20s and, and hundreds. And when, when they find out phony money, they don't train them on all the lookalike money. They train them on the real deal. They train them on the authenticity of what that bill is supposed to look like. So when they see a false one, they know right away. It's not because they're trying to study all the, the lookalikes and all that. They, they'll be studying all day long. But if they study the truth, if they study the real one, when they see a false one, they'll know it. This is the same thing when it comes. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. And the Bible says not only he is that, but he is the living word. Amen. He is the word. So when you study this word right here, when you get the truth on the inside of you, you will understand when you see something that's contrary to the word of God. Now, see, not only will you see it, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you will go off and say, eh, 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 eh. And you'll know right then. You'll, 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 know, you'll, you'll know right then. They may sound right. They may be saying all the right things. But something on the inside of you will know but know but know. You'll know. And this is because you study and you have the truth of the word of God. So how do we do this? We build ourselves up on our most holy faith in that which we believe. You got to study what you believe. You must study what you believe. And that's the word of God. The Bible tells us in the word that we to what study to show yourself approved unto who God, not to men, unto God, a what workman. That means you got the work to study yourself approved. Amen. To a workman that need not be ashamed, but what rightly dividing the word of truth. And so we must understand these types of things that we, if we're going to, if we got the truth, amen, we, we, we have to work this thing. Amen. We got to work the truth and we got to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed. Be not ashamed of the gospel. And the way you're not ashamed of the gospel, you got to work the gospel. You see, you, you ain't going to work nothing that you're ashamed of. So, so the proof that you're not ashamed that you're working the gospel, not only working it here, you're working it out there. Are, are, are you working out? That's why I'm going. Are you working out? I ain't talking about walking and doing all those things. Those things are good, and the Bible says those things are good for here and now. But but when you work this word, Amen. It's profitable, Amen. Not only for now, but what for the times that are to come. And this is what we must be aware of here. Look, look what here it says on here. It says now, it says, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, doing what? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh my God. Now you cannot. This is why folks can't convince me that tongues is not for nothing. He said the way you do this is what? Praying in what? The what? The whole, not praying in your natural, but praying what? In the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is what? The Spirit. It's praying in the Spirit. This is why we got to build ourselves up. 
Amen. In our most holy faith. How we do it? Praying in what? The Holy Ghost. See, when you have the relationship with the Spirit and when you begin to build yourself up and pray, moving from the natural and praying in the Holy Ghost. See, many times when I'm in my prayer, I can start out in the natural, but I don't end in the natural. Something clicks over along the way. And for I know it, I, it's not all the time, but there's times when certain things are up on me. When, when the pressure of life is on me, I have to get out of the natural. And what the Lord really wants us to do is to stay out of the natural and get in the supernatural. As long as I stay in the natural, I have the opportunity to be just like those men, sensual. Going after my own desires and my own thing. And this is why he wants me to stay in the spirit. Because if I stay in the spirit, I'm constantly building myself up on my most holy faith by praying in what? The Holy Ghost. Amen. Look, now people, I see people all the time. When you out driving, isn't it interesting how you can see people? Some people singing. Well, you say, they hitting that. They rolling, man. They being expressive or whatever they doing. Wouldn't it be something they ride up on you? You praying up in the Holy Ghost. That stoplight somewhere. They probably bomb, bomb. You get caught. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, let's not be ashamed. Right. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying that we're supposed to be standing down on Fountain Square praying in the Holy Ghost, or in your cubicle praying in the Holy Ghost. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the way you build yourself up on your most holy faith is you pray in the Holy Ghost. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, when you pray in the Spirit, it moves you from the natural into the supernatural. And then when people see you, they don't see you, and they may see you as a natural man, but you moving in the supernatural realm of God. That's when that joy is up on you, man, and you're walking, and they don't understand this. And so that's what I'm talking about. Go up to the hill. <laughs> Go up to the hill. Now look what he says here. So we says that we got to build ourselves up in the most holy. This is building this foundation. It's how can we make a difference? We got to be different. Well, how do I be different, Pastor? Amen. You got to have, you got to pray in the Holy Ghost. Now, what do we say about prayer this morning? The revelation. When you pray, it brings you closer to God. When you praise, it brings God closer to you. And so we want to be, see, but when I pray, amen, it moves me also to into praise. Because in my praise is where I thank him at. You hear what I'm saying? So, so anytime you're praying, you, 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 you know, we've talked about how to pray in the house of God. But in, at the end of your prayer, it should be some thanksgiving. I, I thank you, Father. It's already done. I give you praise, Lord. I magnify your name. I glorify your name. Oh, God, you're so good to me. Amen. And when we praise him, we were already to pr- Look, prayer brings me to him. And then when I, pr- look, look, then when I get in his presence, I might as well go on and praise him. Yeah. Yeah, I can't help but praise him now. Come on, pray I done bought him in, I'm in his presence now. And how can you not get in his presence and not praise him and, and worship him and tell him that he is good? See, because when you start out, I know when I start out praying, I, I'm wondering, I said, God, I got to get my breakthrough. It's almost like running or whatever your exercise may be. You ever get on the treadmill sometimes and say, boy, I sure don't feel like doing this today. My body telling me everything, telling me, take a break, take a break. But you know you got to get up on that. You got to keep continue your regimen. If you're going to get that side, if you're going to get them handles off of you, you're going to get whatever off of you, you know you got to do it. But you ever get in that workout and somewhere along the way, you get that breakthrough. Oh my God, you don't forget about what it feel like back then. And now you striving. You might do a double take now. You know what I'm saying? You going, I don't got it. But sometimes it takes us a, a, a while to get in. And this is why we got to learn how to wait on you. Got to learn how to wait on the Lord got to learn how to wait on the Lord and be patient with the Lord. It goes on to say here, this is the second thing, keeping yourselves in the love of God. You hear that? This is how we begin to prepare ourselves to be different. I got to pray in the Holy Ghost so I can be firm on my foundation and knowing whom I believe in, strengthen my most holy faith in him. But I got to keep myself. He says, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ until eternal life. And then he says this in verse 22, and of some have compassion, making a difference. So there are several groups of people out here that they're telling them to deal with. He says, some now have compassion on them, make a difference. Other ones, you got to pull out the fire, hating the very garments that they're in. He says, some of you got to pull them out of the fire of hell. And so what, what you're seeing here, see, this is all about souls. 
This is how we started the year, about leaning on Jesus. And then we got into a series of messages about souls and soul winning. And this is what I want to just bring back into our remembrance. We, you cannot afford not to save souls. You might not want to go out on SWAT with us. You might not want to go downtown for the love and action. But what are you doing? You don't have an option to do nothing. Wherever you're at. So if your schedule is too busy to do it with the church doing it, well, look, look, you got to do it where you at. Do, not doing it is not an option. It's not an option here. This is what it's called. He says, because if you don't do it, amen, who going to do it? Think about it. If you don't do it, who going to do it? Have you ever seen a thing where why don't somebody do this and somebody do that? Only to realize that you are the somebody. I remember some years ago in the staff, y'all remember this, uh, it was a brother that used to be, he was on the staff. That brother would come up with all these ideas, and the Holy Ghost gave me an idea one time, say, tell him to do everything that he's coming up with. Brother coming up with all kind of ideas. I said, we ain't got that much church, man. We got to do this, we got to do that. And I said, you know, I said, I got you some wisdom on this. Well, you lead all them daggone things you're talking about, hey, and that, that, that toned down real quick. But what I'm saying unto you is, is that if we see a need, Somewhere, God wants to use you. He wants to use you. You can make a difference. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing in life, you can make a difference. But you got to be different if you're going to make a difference. And how I am different is, first of all, I got to pray in the Holy Ghost. I got to build myself up on my most holy faith. I got to keep myself in the love of God. Well, what love are you talking about? The same love that was, that's been flowing in this house today. I got to make sure that that love is up on me. If I understand that he loved me this much, how can I go in the world and not love the people out there because I was once them and now God wants me to love them? What I'm saying is that we got to, we got to stop getting caught up in us. And we got to get caught up in him. And when we say, I'm telling you, you could be up in the highest place, wherever you're at. I'm telling you, he needs to be there. Yeah. I'm going to a scripture in a few minutes that talks about that. We are the salt of the earth. Yeah. And we are the light of the world. Yes, we truly are. And I'm here to tell you, I want to encourage you. You can make a difference. And we can make a difference. Don't you think, look, look, we make a difference in the things that we do in this community. We do make a difference when we go out and hear other people. Yeah, man, y'all seem like you always got something going on around there. Or you're doing that. People, when you get out there, people will tell you that you're making a difference. And sometimes that's what we need to hear. You're making a difference, Pastor. You're making a difference. I might get a car from somebody from every now and then and say, Pastor, you're making a difference. Or I might talk to someone, Pastor, that word on honor, you hear the home, just tore my life up, changed my life for the better. See, that that's, tells you that we're making a difference. And I'm here to tell you, every one of you can make a difference. Well, how? We got to be different. We cannot, this church is never going to be like the world. It ne- this church will never be like the world. If we, if, we, if we be like the world, we cease becoming who God has called us to be. Don't go He says go into the world. We got to go into the world. There's no doubt about it, but he's not saying don't go into the world and be the world. Now you go into the world and be the church and win the world because the world needs Jesus. They need Jesus. And I'm here to tell you that you can make a difference. Your life can make a difference. And you have been put on this planet to make a difference. To make a difference here. Now he says, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says, of some have compassion. Now I want to say a few things to you, and I said these things last week. Turn with me first to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to be obedient that clock today. Amen. I'm going to stay and try to get in alignment. Matthew chapter 5. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So y'all pray for the past. Amen. Matthew chapter 5. When you get to chapter 5, look at verse uh, 13. And I said this scripture earlier, but I want you to see it. Matthew 5, chapter 13. Are you there? I'm sorry, Matthew 5, verse 13. 
it says here, this is Jesus Christ speaking. He had just, he had just got through giving the disciples the Beatitudes. He had just set up in the mountain, called them forward, and give, gave them the Beatitudes. And then look at verse 13. He says, ye are, well, the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savior, wherewith shall it be salted? You hear that? He said, if the salt has lost its savior. See, we can't lose who we are. We cannot stop being who we are the salt. We got to remain the salt. You can't be, we can't become something else because if we become something else, mother, we cease being who he called us to be and we can no longer be effective. We, he says, you, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savior, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good what for nothing i don't ever want to be good for nothing but but he said but see i want you to understand you good for something amen say i'm good for something you got to understand that you can make a difference you can make a you can make a difference on your job you can make a difference if you're a coach you can make a difference in whatever a teacher whatever you're doing you can make a difference right where you at for the lord amen for the Lord, you, you, you can have, if you're a coach, I'm, my dad was a coach for years, amen, and, and I, I know kids still come back, they're grown people still coming back to my dad to the day, and he, he, they thank him, not, not for the testimony of Jesus Christ, that's what my father could have certainly hit it at. But, but for telling them to stay in their books, their education was important. And those things, when they come to them today and say, Mr. White, we think some of these guys, done, they, they, they've, they've uh, been uh, 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 retired military and all of that. And they remembered, amen, they didn't get it in their home, but they got it on that football team. And my dad would tell them, look, if them grades ain't right, you're not playing. He would tell their parents that the grade's not right. They are, they are not playing. And there were certain things that my father put in place uh, uh, that, that, that made them to come up to that level that they needed to be at, you know, and to do those types of things. And so that's what I'm saying unto you is this, is that you can make a difference. And we're not just trying to tell people that, but no, we're sharing the light. You're the salt of the earth. Look what it goes on to say here. Uh, look at verse uh, uh, 14. It says, ye are the light of the world. A city, this is one of my favorite scriptures, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do what men light a candle and put it up on a bushel, but what on a candlestick and it give a light unto that are, uh, what? Uh, to all, to who? That are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your what? Good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. So we see here that if we're going to make a difference, Amen. That we must, well, we got to have the Holy Ghost. Amen. We got to know how to pray in the Holy Spirit. We got to learn how to keep ourselves in the love of God. All of these types of things must be operating. But we must be different. And our difference is Jesus told the disciples, you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. He said, don't lose the Savior. Don't hide your light. Let your light so shine. So that all, in this case, it was in the house that all in the house can see. But wherever you're at, people should be able to see that you are different. You're different when you go to the restaurant or wherever you're going today. People should know, not because you got a suit on or some fancy clothes or whatever, but because of your conversation, your behavior, your lifestyle, where you're hanging out at, where you're going. I've understood that as a Christian, I can go anywhere. I got the liberty and the freedom to go anywhere I want to go. But because I love him, I, make, I take stock in where I do go. I don't go everywhere. I can go anywhere I want to, but I don't go everywhere I, 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 I feel like I can go. And I don't do everything that, that maybe everybody else do. I'm not trying to say that I'm better, but I am different. But it's the difference that makes me better. What you're saying, the difference is the Holy Spirit. And so we're never saying that we are a better church than that church down the road across the tracks or whatever. That ain't what we're talking about. But what we do want to be, we want to be different. We do want to be different. And every church that, that, that has the Spirit of God are unique. And God is using them for such a time as this. And I'm here to tell you that we can and you can make a difference. You can make a difference. Amen. I, I, I already said the scripture to you here uh, that, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him uh, shall not perish but have what? Everlasting life. And that's what people need. They need everlasting life. We got to get out of the church 
and make a difference. I'm going to always in this house, and it is my prayer as the pastor that we will afford opportunities for you to get out there. It would never be said that you went to a church that I didn't have an opportunity to share the gospel. I didn't have an opportunity to go serve and, 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 and love on someone. And what I'm saying is you don't have to get with what we're doing. What I'm saying to you is do what you're supposed to do. Amen. And because I want to hear your testimony. I want to I, I, I hear, hear you stand up here. Other than Pastor Angela or Sister Nene or the few that's going out to testify. I want to hear you testify about the goodness of God, the impact that you're making out there in the world. Amen? Yeah. Somebody should be able to tell us throughout the year that you made an impact. You may, I, I ain't talking about you preached to me. I'm talking about you made an impact to my life. See, see, some of us, see, some of us may think that, that, you know, this is a big old world out here. And, and, and this is one of the things I think about. Say, for instance, say, how, you might be asking, well, how can I make a difference in the world? See, when you make a difference in the world, somebody going to think that you are their world. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about you, when they look at you as being, look, look, man, look, look, I didn't think I could get the help. I didn't think nobody would love on me. See, we, we can look at the enormity of the thing and say, well, the city is going to hell in the hay. That's what I'm going to do. I just might as well sit back and let it take its course. No, you can make a difference. Because somebody out there is waiting on us to make a difference. It's waiting on you to make a difference. And so we may be out here saying, man, it's too much. It is a whole lot of need out there. And we're not going to meet all the need. I understand that. But we got to do our part. You can make a difference. And when we go make a difference, you know what I'm saying? Somebody out there in that big old world saying, man... My God, I never thought that you would show up. I never thought someone would care. I never thought someone would love on me. And I'm here to tell you, you can make a difference. A few more things I want to say, and I said some of these things last week. Somebody say, number one, see, this is why we have to make a difference. The world depends upon it. The world depends upon it. As I said, for God so Love the world that he gave his only begotten son. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God so loved the world that he gave his son to gain some sons. He gave a son to men that he may come to, amen, the son of man, amen, that we may become the sons of man or the sons of God. He gave a son that he may become the sons of men or the son of man that we might become the sons of God, amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So if he gave a son to gain some son, guess what he's continuing to give? Sons. He's given sons to do what? To reconcile, to redeem, amen, to bring back, to give the ministry of reconciliation, the word of reconciliation. He's given us to bring people in, to bring people towards him, amen? So I want us to understand that. So, so our, our world depends upon us to, to do this thing. I got some scriptures here. I, I'm not going to turn to them for the sake of time, but open up your, your heart. Mark 8 and 36 says this, for what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses on what soul? You see the danger of the world? You could try to gain the whole world and lose your own soul. What you saying, Pastor? This is about souls. I said it earlier. He says we got to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. He says, I, I, I write to you about the, I want to write to you about the common salvation. But he said, no, I got to write to you, man. Look, folks are giving up. Folks are abandoning the faith. Folks are becoming apostate. Folks are saying, time out for church. I do my own thing. And you know why they're saying that? Because they don't see a difference. We're too much trying to look like the world. Why I'm going to go where the world, they looking like the world. I want to be somewhere different. I want to see what folks getting healed. The power of God is changing folks' lives in there. I can sense the love of God. I can sense that there is a living, uh, loving, caring, sharing Heavenly Father. That's where people want to come. I want to come. There's a, a thing that says, uh, used to be a little a thing on with a um, little show. I want to come to a place where they know my name. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. I want to come to a place where they know my name. See, what you understand, no matter how big this church gets, you, people are never going to be a number. They're going to have a name associated with them. We want to know your name. We want to know your name, and we're going to treat you like you're somebody. Amen. No, this ain't about the numbers game. No, it's about knowing your name and knowing who you are and who you're going to become in Christ. And this is the heart. People need the love of God. We can make a difference, and you can make a difference. So, so we say uh, uh, also Mark 16 and 15. You don't need to turn there. It's there. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world 
and preach the gospel to every what creature? To every creature. I like in the worship this morning how y'all were talking about how every bit of the creation worships God. And I've learned that everybody going to worship something or somebody. You hear what I'm saying? If they're not in the church, they're still worshiping something. All of us, it's innate in all of us to worship. So we, the question is, what, what are we worshiping? And, and when you go out there, you'll see the people are worshiping all kinds of things. But God wants all of his creation, every creature, he wants us to worship him. But when they don't know who God is, indescribable. I mean, the song we would say, man, you just sit back and all you can do is shake your hand. Who can't love a God like that? <laughs> who cannot love a God like that? And so what you're saying, Pastor, people have to see God in us. So that means that we have to be different out there in the world. Go ye into the world. Amen. To do what, Pastor? To make a difference. To make a difference. We got to do this because the world is counting on us. The second thing we said last week, because the fulfillment of our life depends upon it. I can't, I won't be fulfilled. I'm here to tell you, you can go get all this other stuff and there's nothing wrong with it. You just got to keep it in perspective. But if you don't get God, I'm telling you, you're going to always be empty. If you don't build yourself up on your most holy faith, you're going to always be void and destitute of something. And you're going to find out that no, everything that this world has to offer you, he says, what profit of man to gain the whole world and lose his soul. Do you want to come at the end of your time here in the earth and say, I've gained all that the world has to give me, but I've lost my soul. I've lost my soul. They call it, folks have sold the soul to the devil. We don't want to be that type. Our soul, amen, belongs to him. And because it belongs to him, we're going to make a difference. We're going to make a difference. So, so our, our fulfillment in life depends upon it here. This is the way Paul said in 2 Timothy 4. So you don't need to turn there. He says, I fought the good fight of faith. I've finished my course. You hear that? I fought a good fight of faith. I finished my course. What you saying, pastor? When you're going to make a difference, there's going to be opposition. Yeah, when, 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 when you try to walk for God and live for God, everybody ain't going to like it. Well, who you think you are, a holy roader? You better than everyone else? See, but see, many times that's how we come off, though. No, 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 but people are going to talk down about you because you got a zeal for the God and you want to do what's right. You want to walk right. You want to talk right. Your lifestyle, you want it to be right. Amen. You don't want to be seen with any evil, any, any of that. You want to live right. But I'm here to tell you, you will be opposed for the righteousness in which you believe in. You will get persecuted. People will talk about you. And see, this, this, is, what you, this is why you got to understand. This is why you got to build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, amen, because you got to walk in the power of God. God. See, but your very, the fulfillment of your life depends upon this thing. You got to make a difference. You don't want to leave this life and have not made a difference. I'm talking about for God, had not made a difference in your life. Amen. You know, I always tell y'all guys in here on my tombstone, I don't want them to say I was famous. But I want you to say it. He's faithful. He was faithful. <laughs> How the, uh, uh, boy, I'm, I'm going back because I've been listening. When I'm walking, I've been listening to this music. That, that, that Bishop, uh, uh, what's his name again, George? Murphy. William Murphy. Amen. I'm going to sell this CD. I might want to tell him, look at me. I done pumping up your CD today, man. <laughs> but one of them songs, he says, I'm not always been perfect, but I've been faithful. Woo, my God. That thing right there, I haven't been perfect all the time, but I've so been faithful. That's what, Lord, I, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to say that I, I done collected all of this stuff. I just want folks to say he was faithful. He was faithful. And so the fulfillment of your life, you got to make a difference because you won't be fulfilled. Your fulfillment in life depends upon this thing. And the last thing is that God expects this. He expects us. 
to make a difference in the world. Turn with me. This is where we're going to close. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. This is where we're going to close it. I'm just laying a foundation today. We're going to come and kick this thing in high gear next week. Amen. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah. One of the major prophets there. Amen. Isaiah chapter 6. I'm in the neighborhood of you. Amen. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. Are you there? Amen. Look at verse 1. It says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Boy, that right there preach all by itself right there, Elder. You've heard me teach this before. In the year that, see, if you study out Uzziah, Uzziah, study him out. That boy was ruthless, man. There was something about him. But, the, but see, this is the calling of Isaiah. God is calling Isaiah. And Isaiah said, I couldn't see the Lord until King Uzziah died. <laughs> he says, in the year that King Uzziah. See, you got, what are people worshiping? Amen? Amen? And we can't get caught up in this world worship like they caught up in it. Because we will begin to worship something. And God don't like anything that you worship outside of him, particularly when you're his child. Woo, that's idol worship. Amen? And, and look, look, and, and it, so it goes on to say, he says that he did not see the Lord until King Uz, the year King Uzziah died. Amen. That boy had to close his eyes before he see the Lord. Amen. This is the calling. And this is, this is what I'm closing because God has called each and every one of you. And I want to declare to you as your pastor that you can make a difference. And what you're saying, pastor, you got to make a difference right where you're at. You got to start where you're at. Amen. You got to use what you, can, what you got, and, you know, and do what you can. But start where you're at. I mean, you're talking about with what, Pastor? With the gospel, the good news. You're different. And God has made you different. How I stay different? Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Bring in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourself in the love of God. This is how we do it. We got to keep ourselves in the love of God. We got to continue to build ourselves up in our most holy faith by praying in the Holy You ain't going to get away from this Holy Ghost. You're not going to get away from the Holy Spirit. We cannot live without the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ saved us. The Holy Spirit is sanctifying us. Amen. That we can become the sons of God that he desires for us. Amen. So that when he returns back, he's going to find a church and a people without spot or without wrinkle. And it's going to be, we all going to be standing in one accord with the Holy Spirit hovering over all of us. Amen. The same one that's been in us, leading us and guiding us. And we're going to stand there as men as soldiers for the most high God. Said, I fought a good fight of faith. I finished my course and laid up for me as a crown of glory. We, we, we have to be prepared to do this. You can make a difference. It's going to be some opposition. But we can make it, just like Pastor Andrew said yesterday, when the lady said, I don't want no prayer, that's opposition. That's somebody opposing the things of God. No disrespect, about, I don't need any prayer. That's just about ready to kill somebody. That girl was mad. She was upset. And we moved up in that puppy, man, I'm telling you, we come out there in them cars, amen, and just coincidentally, uh, uh, brother, uh, we didn't lead them brothers in the car, amen. They, we, we just got out. We were out there longer than what we were supposed to be, amen. We said, y'all hold up right here. We're going to handle this one. But, but we, we thank God. I'm telling you, the, the, the fruitfulness and the peace that we have when we go out into this world. You can make a difference. You can make a difference. We hear, let's look at here. Let's look here. Mm. Look at verse 5. This is the calling of, of him. Oh, my God. Then said I, woe is me. For I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. This is Isaiah testifying. He's getting called into the ministry to make a difference. He's, getting, he's, he's receiving the call. He said, but it was in the year of King Uzziah when he died, I saw the Lord. And this is how he said, and this train filled the temple. I thought about that the other day I was going to work. You ever been a little late? And every stop like red. I had one of them ones the other one. I couldn't even get out of the house. It was all about what time you leave the house. You know what I'm saying? It won't because the light was red. It was the time I left the house. I was late when I left the house. Get to the first stop light. I mean, that light ain't never red. Never red. 
Ain't nobody out at, you know, it's 545 where I'm rolling. And the light red all of a sudden. Then I get to the train tracks. And no, they didn't. <laughs> Just running off a little late. I caught that 6 o'clock train coming through Sharonville. Oh, God. I supposed to be at work at 6. I'm at the train tracks at 6. But God gave me a revelation. King Uzziah said, it was in the year of King Uzziah when he died that I saw the Lord and his train filled the temple. His train. See, God just give you basic type of stuff. You know that long train that you were that was sitting there that you were waiting on waiting for the train. He said it was just like the Lord's train filled the temple. You hear what I'm saying? I'm talking about brother he had, look, and on this train, he has everything that everybody needs. Oh my God. Ah! He, um, he was moving. He come up in the temple and his train filled the temple. The train has so many cars on it and it has everything. So when the Lord is in the house, and this train fills the temple. Whatever your need is. Amen. God, oh, Jesus is done. Oh, see, see, but see, but somebody got to, something got to die in your life. In the, in the year of King Uzziah died, I, he said, I saw the Lord. Amen. He was what? High and lifted up. And his what? His train filled the temple. See, see, look, look, you know something is wrong when you come to the temple and Jesus ain't in the temple. He ain't even showing up in the temple. But when he show up, you best believe his train is going to fill the temple. And whatever the need of anybody that's in there, they're going to get what they need to get. That's why we say it's all about what? Him. If we could just keep him in the house, amen, everything going to be all right. I got a feeling. That everything is going to be all right. Long as if I got my Jesus, long as I build myself up on my most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, amen, I'll know that I have the Lord and he's on my side. And I know that when he comes into my life, he's coming in with his train, amen. His train, this is why he's just not my savior. He is my Lord. Yes, sir. He is the Lord thy God that provided for supply for me. Yes, sir. He is. He is my everything. I cannot do anything without him. Amen. That's going to be significant. You can't make change without him. Let's look at this thing here. Let's go down to verse 8. This is where we're going to end. He says, also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, this is Isaiah. Here am I, send me. Church, I, look, you can make a difference. But one of the things that you, you got to see, he's not going to send you if you don't want to go. So our part in it is this, this. Yeah, I, I build myself up, amen, in the Holy Ghost. I keep myself in the love of God. I do all these things, amen, that, that I can stay sharp and I can be ready. See, there's one thing to be ready but not willing to be used. You can have ever-ready bunnies, uh, batteries all day, energizers all day, sitting on the shelf. They ready, they ready, they ready to keep on ticking. They ready to keep on doing it. But if you don't put them in the device that you need them, guess what? They ain't going to be used. We can continue to, to aim, 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 aim ready, aim ready. When you going to shoot is what the Lord is saying. When you going to shoot. And just think about it. The world got us on that same course. Get ready. Go back and get this. Go back and get that. You get that because we're getting you ready for what? The next position. So you can go get all that education, but if you don't apply for a larger position, that's why you're getting it, right? It's the same way. When you fill yourself up, when you build yourself up in the Holy Ghost, when you stay in this word, when you stay in the presence of God and the power of God up on you, do you think it's for you to stay on the shelf? Then you got to say, Lord, here I am, Lord. Use me. Here I am. I want that to be your prayer. I want that. He says, also I heard a voice. All this stuff going on. He says, also I heard a voice of the Lord saying. Whom, look, the Lord. Think about the Lord. The Lord just speaking to everybody. Whom shall I send? There's a need. Uzziah is dead. 
Jesus is in the temple. He's high and lifted up. And he said, man, he said, here I am, uh, not worthy. I'm an unclean, got unclean lips in the midst of an unclean people. But he said, but now Uzziah's daughter, I see the Lord now. I'm getting my, I'm coming up. Out. See, there's one, see that word, you can make a difference. That word different is separate. It's a, it's change. Amen. You can make a difference. Amen. But you got to be different. And Isaiah said, I'm going to be different. I'm coming up out of this unclean people with unclean lips. Amen. And then it's like God looking over the whole place. My eyes going to and fro through the earth, looking who I can use. <laughs> and Isaiah, he responded to his call. He says, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. Let that be your declaration today. Here am I, send me.